Hello, welcome back to the Just Being Silly podcast. I'm Liz, and this is episode three. I need to figure out an intro is one thing that I need to figure out about this show. I need to figure out an intro. I don't have a good one. I don't know what to say. Hello, it's me. This is my podcast. Welcome back. Um, If you're new here, you don't have much to catch up on. There's only two episodes prior, so go ahead and get those in real quick. Um, But this week we're celebrating 10 listeners, which is really exciting. We went from four to 10 listeners in just under a week, which may not sound like a lot. I understand. But the online percentage increase calculator said that that's a 150% increase. Um, So if we could just do that every single week, I think we'd really be in business. So after last week's episode on Saturday, Kyle and I went to see Jerry Seinfeld. And that was so much fun. I had a big Diet Coke and a large comfortable seat and I felt like personally that I was a member of the royal family. I was so comfortable the entire time and then on top of that I was actually laughing so hard that I cried for most of the show. Like crying laughing like that is such a good feeling at home exercise right now when was the last time that you laughed so hard that you cried it's just really good vibes like I really needed that serotonin boost especially for the upcoming week so this week I had some interviews so I had an interview on Monday and Tuesday and then today Thursday I record the day before it goes out I'm not perfect I never claim to be perfect but anyway yes interviews Monday Tuesday Thursday all seemed promising. Monday and Thursday were for the same company. Um, I'm still interviewing with the agency and with the bank. The other agency, I don't remember if I said this last week. I might have, but the last agency, the first one that got back to me and the first one that I had an interview with, they called and they were super awesome, really liked them, really enjoyed the conversation, but they were like, "Mm, how do you feel about $20,000 less than your base salary expectation, like the lowest end salary. How do you feel about $20,000 less than that? And I was like, well, I don't really feel great about it. So I ended up not, you know, agreeing to continue on with the interview process, which is another thing. Agency work. So all of those hours, if you've worked in an agency, you know, those are long hours. All of those hours... And then on top of that, having to go through numerous rounds of interviews just to get $20,000 less than what I need to survive in this city. Thanks, but no thanks. Um, I really did enjoy the vision, though. I enjoyed speaking with the folks, though, but I just... That was a little disheartening to happen. That happened on Friday, um when episode two came out. So didn't really get a chance to tell you about it because it happened in the evening. But um, yeah, interview today was, you know, great. It was a pretty good one. I would say I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. You know how how I like to rank things. Um, But let me tell you, it did not start very well. It had a bit of a rough start. Ended well, but my God, it did not have a good foundation. So I had not so great sleep last night to begin with, uh, and Kyle is on nights this week, so he sleeps during the day when he's on nights, 
So I needed to find a place downstairs in a, you know, quiet, quote unquote, quiet workstation downstairs at my apartment. And I'll tell you one thing. They've never been quiet a day in their life. They are the loudest little alcoves, little workstations. You can hear the person next to you like clearly on their meeting. If they don't have headphones in, you can hear a full spectrum conversation happening. Like it's not an ideal spot for an interview. But I'm already down there, got about 15 minutes and I'm like, well, this is kind of the best I can do. It's either figure this out down here or do it in the apartment and wake Kyle up. And I know what you're thinking, Liz, you could wake Kyle up. It's a job interview. He's a little sick right now. (laughs) I'm not making excuses because he told me I could absolutely do it in the apartment, but he's a little sick right now. He works 12 hour shifts, engineer work on ERCOT. We need him right and tight, work in that grid or whatever the hell he does at work. I really don't know. And I'm scared to ask again. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm downstairs, I'm getting ready and I'm like, okay, I'm going to need my AirPods obviously, because I can hear the entire conversation happening in the little cubby next to me. So pull out my AirPods to get all plugged in and ready, realized they were not charged, not even a little, not even half a percent. They were completely dead. So didn't have a charger. So I had to run to the elevator, go all the way to my apartment I grabbed the two closest cables that I could find in my apartment, and then I went back downstairs. I hustled, and when I got back down there, I had about seven minutes until showtime, basically. And so I go to plug in my AirPods with the first charger. Doesn't fit my AirPod case. Like, it's just, it's plugging into my Mac, but the other end does not fit my AirPods case. It looks strikingly similar to the charger that does fit my AirPods and my phone and everything, but it does not fit. It is like dual ended, like for the MacBook USB port or whatever. So I'm like, okay, this other one looks exactly like my phone charger. This is going to work. So I plug it into my AirPods case. I go to plug it into my computer. And what do you know? It's a regular ass USB and it does not plug in to my new MacBook. I just about have a conniption. Um, But I'm like, okay, problem solving skills. I need a box. I need a box charger to plug this one that fits into my AirPod case. I need to plug it into a box so I can plug it into a wall. I've got seven minutes, probably six at this point. So I start searching my bag for a box, and of course, I don't have one, except for the box on my MacBook charger. So I'm like, perfect. I pull it off, and I go to plug it in, and what do you even fucking know? What do you know? The new MacBook chargers only have that little MagSafe end on them they're no longer they no longer have like regular usb ports or outlets or whatever you call them look okay i have been mislabeling what all of these are called from the jump magsafe um i think usb c port was a term i saw 
I posted this as a story on my TikTok earlier today, and I'm getting ate the fuck up by the Steve Jobs groupies in the chat. Like, I really am. They're really coming for my ass. They're like, and do you mean a USB-C port? That's not MagSafe. Shut up. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm giving you visuals. If you need visuals for this story, just go look at the TikTok because it's on there. Um, But yeah, they were lighting my ass up because I didn't know the technical term. I'm like, all I know is that this shit does not fit and I have an interview in now five minutes. So basically I ended up having to do the interview without headphones. And then I had to preface to her at the beginning, so sorry if you hear something. I, you know, my Wi-Fi went out. I lied. I, I committed a lie. I said, my Wi-Fi went out, and so I had to come downstairs and do this in a public space. I'm really sorry. And of course, she was super lovely about it and was like, oh, not even a problem. Like, I, you know, do calls from Starbucks or like whatever. So yeah, it went well, but um, that shit pissed me off. Apple, count your days, bitch, because that really pissed me off. I just gave you $1,500 for a brand new computer and not one of my chargers, not one of my existing products works seamlessly with my new purchase. That's trash. That's trash. Am I going to buy anything else? No, I will not. And you know I won't. And that's why you keep acting like that. That's why you keep creating problems to sell me the solution because you know what my ass is going to have to do? Yeah, I'm going to go have to buy that adapter for the regular USB ports for my new port. So if you all were wondering, yes, I am still having a internal crisis on whether or not I'm going to take the first job that comes my way because I need one um, or if I'm going to hold out for the job I really want. Kind of been talking about this for the last two weeks. Pretty stressed out about it. Not really sure what I'm going to do. One part of my brain is telling me you need to take a job where you can get a job. This is no time to be fucking around. We are barreling towards a recession. Like, it is happening. It is imminent. You need to find a job. But then the other side of my brain, the girly side, said, well, hold on. Whatever job that you take next is going to be your job for the next couple of years because... Looking at my resume right now, the longest I've been in a job is 18 months. I don't stay at jobs very long. I get bored very easily. That is probably because I have not been doing something I'm passionate about. Love the places I've worked, like people-wise. You know, if you know, you know, I don't need to elaborate anymore on a public platform, but... I just have been working jobs that have been, you know, good jobs. Like, I've been very blessed. They just haven't been what I'm passionate about. Like, point blank, period. They haven't been in the industries that I want to be in. Um, Not exactly the work. Some of the work that I want to do. But not, like, completely. So, I am really at a crossroads. Like, do I just take the next thing? Because that's the safest route that's the safest option or do I ride out the storm and take the job that I know I'm gonna want to stay at so I am still working through that so I've been pretty uh optimistic as you may already know about 
this whole life transition, you know, the first day when I found out that I was being laid off, obviously that was not super chill, very much had a full blown mental breakdown, like in a serious way, not like as a joke, like a real one. Um, but after that, I have felt nothing but like optimism and like freedom and, you know, excitement for the future. And I've talked to my therapist about it and she's like, you can feel however you want to feel like nothing is wrong. Nothing is bad. But I've been feeling pretty guilty that I haven't been as sad. However, today I did get sad. I got a LinkedIn notification telling me to congratulate my boss on his one year anniversary at our former place of business. I saw that and I was like, damn, like that's. That's sad. It hadn't even been a full year for him either. Like, it was just, it was sad, you know? And I just hope that he finds something, or if he hasn't already, I mean, I don't know. I haven't done a very good job when it comes to keeping up with my former coworkers. I straight up have not seen them, any of them, in over a month. Is that not kind of bizarre? I went from seeing them every single day to just one day never seeing them again. Or like not knowing if I was going to ever see them again. Is that not crazy? Like, does it ever drive you crazy just how fast the night changes? Like, that's bizarre. That feels like a life lesson. So here's a really messed up anecdote I've got for you. Over this last week, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts. It's called The Last Podcast on the Left. It's a true crime, horror, cryptid, aliens type of podcast. It's really fun. I like it. If you like that kind of stuff, you should definitely check it out. One thing I will say, though, is that they are known for kind of like going there. Like, They go kind of far. They talk about things that are kind of out there. Um, Sometimes they make kind of out there jokes. But this week, they were talking about... Because every week they have like an episode where they talk about current true crime happenings. So people who have currently been arrested for X, Y, and Z or have currently been charged with X, Y, and Z or things like that. And this week... They had a story that was disgusting, but it also was completely shocking to me and not in the way that you're going to originally think. So this comes from the BBC. This is a completely like a completely notable, credible news source in the UK. This is a real story. Okay, so a woman, this is from the news, a woman has been jailed for a year after, quote, admitting to the charge of causing unnecessary suffering to a protected animal, end quote. To kind of summarize that and explain to you in further detail without completely quoting the story, this woman was filmed 
and my queasy friends and my animal loving friends, please brace yourselves because this is not nice. A woman was filmed K-wording and then eating her pet hamster, Mr. Nibbles. His name was Mr. Nibbles. Now, if you've known me forever, you'd know that I literally had a hamster in the fourth grade. And his name was Mr. Nibbles. And to add insult to injury to that, total side note, I had a word slurring issue as a child. I still have it at times. And when I told the class about my hamster, Mr. Nibbles, my teacher asked out loud in front of God and everybody, did you say Mr. Nipples? And I was about ready to end my shit in that very moment. Like, I don't, I felt like I couldn't take another second on this, on this earth when she asked me that in front of all of my fourth grade peers. Do you know how many people laughed at me? Do you know how many people called me hamster? Do you know how many people asked me if my hamster's name was Mr. Nipples? Now I'm trauma dumping. Anyway, yeah. I, too, had a hamster named Mr. Nibbles. And so this story really hit close to home. Um, Completely different vibes of the hamsters, though. I didn't eat my hamster, but he did die the night before I went to church camp for the first time. So that was about the worst morning of my life. So not the best ending to my story with my Mr. Nibbles, but far better than the ending of the UK Mr. Nibbles. Rest in peace, Mr. Nibbles. That was so fucked up that she did that, and I think that she should be going to jail for longer than a year because of the brutality of the situation. She filmed it. She filmed herself killing her hamster and then eating him. That is so wrong and disgusting. And people are crazy, obviously. Like, first of all, First red flag, naming the hamster Mr. Nibbles. I now have enough data to say that you must be some level of mentally ill to name your hamster Mr. Nibbles. I know from experience. It's okay that I say that. But anyway, yeah. Was that not the craziest thing? Imagine me. I'm on Oaklawn Avenue. I'm driving my little Kia Forte. And I hear the name Mr. Nibbles come through my car speaker. I have not heard that name in 84 years. And I was just flabbergasted at the nature of the story in which I heard the sacred name Mr. Nibbles. Once again, so, so sorry for that horribly disturbing story, but is that not kind of a good story? Like, to better understand me as a person... Do you not kind of just need that story? Like, you need to know that, like, not only did I have a hamster named Mr. Nibbles, but, like, that seems to be a fairly common hamster name. I think that's kind of fun. Um, Okay, I'm going to wrap it up here. Like I said, we're hitting a sweet spot. 15 to 30 minutes is really that golden, that golden spot. I'm at 1940 right now. 
This is perfect. You can listen to this on a drive. You can listen to it doing your makeup. You can listen to it going to get a fun little drinkity. Like, possibilities are endless within a 15 to 30 minute time span. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening. If you haven't already, please follow the podcast on Spotify, Just Being Silly, and rate it five stars. I haven't figured out what the five stars does for me. I don't know if it brings me to the top of the results list. I don't know if it's just a fun little um, decor on the podcast page, but it it feels right. So go ahead and leave the five-star review. I'd really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's the end of the podcast. Still don't have an outro, so... Love you so much. Talk to you later. Bye.